Hey guys, welcome to today's podcast. It's all about what can we learn from Will Smith. <laughs> Funny topic, but the recent Oscars scandal has really opened up a lot of dialogue around here. And I thought I'd throw in my two cents. Um, but rather than condemning either Chris Rock or Will Smith, I thought, well, how can we use this as an opportunity to be that fly on the wall and learn um, from the experience? Because there's a lot to learn in there, right? Um, so I think it's really important that sometimes we can, you know, place people up on pedestals or think that they're not going through similar things in life to us because they've maybe got fame or money or they're higher up or they seem to have everything we want. But, you know, I think there's something that I was very lucky enough to learn from just seeing so many clients over and over early in my life and it's just continued, but it doesn't matter if someone's running a company for a couple of hundred million dollars or someone who's, you know, the most beautiful person you've ever seen. They have crazy insecurities. They usually have very similar self-talk to us. And if they don't do the work, um, or even if they do do the work, different things pop up and different challenges come up to trigger us, right? And these opportunities or these events that these guys went through are just opportunities for them to grow. So let's start with Chris Rock. I don't think there's much there other than, hey, in life, every action has a consequence. And well, he got a consequence, right? He got slapped and then he got, you know, uh, verbally abused and, you know, lots of the people online would have got him as well. So um, for him, there's a big learning in there, right? I bet you from now on, or I hope from now on, when he's uh, doing his comedy routine, there's a little bit in the back of his mind that says, hmm, uh, maybe I won't go there right now. One, for self-preservation. <laughs> Two, because I just don't want to cause people to patch pain. So maybe there's a new level he's gained in regards to that. Or maybe he's like, well, I'm, you know, I need to, go, need to go further. I only got slapped. But I don't think so. I think that, you know, from his reaction, from the sort of person you can see he is, he's, uh, he'd be thinking, yeah, like there's an expectation, right? And in real life, let's say he was, you know, like, I mean, at that event, there's an expectation that he's the comedian. He is everyone in the venue is open slate and uh, there's a lot of pressure on him to make funny calls to, to, you know, to cut people down. So I don't think he'd do that in real life. So if he did it in real life, he's probably, you know, if he was that sort of a rude person that did something like that, he'd be lucky to have got away with a slap, right? Um, you know, depending on the person, the partner's um, reaction, you know, he may have got a lot, lot worse from that. And that would be, again, a consequence that he can learn from, but there's not too much else to take from that. I hope he uh, picks it up, learns from that. And, you know, um, yeah, I'm sure he will. The, the main piece of education or the, the learning that I've seen in this is from the Will Smith side, right? Because not only is he probably more highly regarded, there's an air about him, you know, it's like people put him up on this pedestal and we're like, okay, there's a couple of key things that we get to, to insight. So first one is, is um, our self identity or, or, how we, how we judge ourselves and that, that underlying feeling that nearly everybody has at some point that they need to work through is I'm not good enough or I'm not good enough for her or him or I'm not good enough to do this job or I'm a fraud. You know, you see it with people as they become really successful. There's like um, uh, imposter syndrome and it's big and we can see that playing out strongly for Will Smith on that night, right? It's like, uh, we've seen him be on record of judging himself for, for his inactions to stand up to uh, people in the past. We've 
seen him judge himself for that and judge himself against Jada's past partners. So there's a lot of, I'm not good enough in here. And um, when you combine that with, you know, the, the ego that we all have and being questioned now on the night, we've seen in the lead up, there's been podcasts on this, you know, openly, you know, whether he's you know explained it where he's in the same position as what he's talked about, who knows, but at the recent BAFTA awards, he was, you know, Rebel Wilson gave him a bit of a slang and earlier in the night he got slayed and then Chris Rock did it again. And um, then most importantly, you can see he's sort of half laughing, you know, like just being polite. And then he sees Jada roll her eyes, which rolling your eyes is the, you know, um, you know, if you wanted a facial record, it stands for contempt, right? And so it's just like, oh, are you seriously going to, you know, not say anything, not do anything. And at that moment, based on his past, his past judgments of himself, I'm not, he's had his masculinity questioned where he feels like he's been questioning it himself. So it's a trigger. It's a past trauma that he hasn't worked through correctly. He hasn't, you know, if he was completely strong in his masculine right then, there's no trigger. There's no reaction. So he, because of the way that he's talking to himself, the self-talk, the judgment, the past, and, you know, obviously some of the other things have been brought up without any context, but potentially the infidelities um, with Jada. Now, we all talk about, well, they're in an open relationship, so it's fine. But I was, I did a podcast last year for a different podcast and I interviewed um, a, previous, a sex worker that's in an open relationship. And it was really eye-opening for me, maybe... Um, you know, a bit juvenile or unknowing in that area, but in an open relationship where there is a prior or a priority couple and they, you know, the priority couple are together, but they can have multiple other, trust is even more important, um, you know, because the how easily, you know, trust is important for everyone. It's such an important component. And that was my number two topic to talk about. But when trust erodes in any relationship, if it doesn't get repaired, the relationship is pretty much dead and over, right? We've all felt that before most probably. Um, sometimes it can be repaired when that person builds up that emotional bank account, but it is very difficult to repair. Now, with the multiple, you know, like there's nothing more triggering or hurtful than feeling like your partner has cheated on you or, you know, because that's something so intimate. And so with an open relationship, they need to be like, well, I find this person attractive and I'd like to sleep with them. Or, you know, like, and the partner goes, yes, I can, or... No, I have an issue with that. Is that okay if we don't go in that direction? And without context, but seeing some of the reports, it's like, okay, they may have that relationship, but she's gone outside of that. And that would be, again, for someone with that ego, with that self-talk, with that belief of not, not having his masculine, um, having those triggers around inactions around masculinity and standing up and et cetera, you can see how he's pulled off center. So the way I see the evening was um, Will Smith is a wounded masculine. So he's had his ego questioned in the masculinity department. And in that state, we either disown our behavior and we shrink or we distort our behavior. And he's fully distorted his behavior out of alignment with who he is normally. And he's sort of snapped a little bit, right? And he's gone off and he's slapped a much smaller man. Like as a big man myself, um, you know, I always think to myself, because it's so easy, obviously, when you're, when you're bigger than someone, it is so much easier to control a situation. I always think to myself, okay, would I react with force or in aggression if that was a seven foot five 
hulk of a man. And it always, and you know, for someone so big like Will Smith to slap and, and, and physically abuse a smaller man, which I cannot believe that's in alignment with him based on the reports about his inaction around those things and the, the way that he talks, he seems like a very gentle man. That, that is a wounded masculine in full distortion. I think he would be incredibly embarrassed about his behavior, maybe not publicly, but internally, because it's just out of character. Um, and when you're in that position, right? It's like, oh, I was just snapped. He's just, and then he starts verbally abusing someone like, you know, like Nick, Nick Curious has got a bad line call and just snaps. So he's gone shook. And then, you know, slowly he brings himself back into it. So, you know, that self-talk, it's the fly on the wall there is, to, is, is for us to go, wow, even the people that we think just don't have to go through the struggles that we go through every day, they've got everything. They've got those triggers. And sometimes, you know, I mean, we can be pulled out and we can be triggered with our, our triggers around this, you know, our ego gets pulled out of line around a dinner party, right? Someone might question our ego in, in a certain trigger and we can react in a certain way. We can either go silent and disown ourselves, or, or distort ourselves as well. You know, there's so many times where that uh, an interaction or a, um, altercation has occurred because someone's ego is being challenged and they've had a trigger in that area and they've had to overstate or distort their behavior, right? Or they go into silence, disown themselves and stay silent for weeks and avoid people or avoid that whole friendship forever. So we, we understand how that happens. And it's just such good insight to go, hey, you know what? Every single person on earth is going through things right now. And imagine going through having that trigger not having feeling the, the the trust in your relationship and having that broadcast over the world of course you can see how that would get you to go whoa i've got to i've got to stand up for myself here um and potentially you don't act in a way that's in alignment with you right so um i think i've covered the importance of trust really covered the importance of self-talk um and uh distortion the last thing i want to cover is and we've sort of covered that as well is that that the being emasculated publicly so our ego our identity we've got a certain thing of how we project to the public we've also got how we are internally and when that public face is damaged in any way we can react quite strongly and out of it it's like when we when we're stressed and that blood flow goes away from our prefrontal cortex we're not thinking so straight um and that can just crack like that right we can react in a certain way when we're highly stressed we can yell at the kids or we can react to that customer or we can you know um eat that food that we didn't want or we can etc um so um i think the main takeaways without going too long um the main takeaways is that we've, we've all got our shit to work through, right? And regardless, I, you know, just because I see this with so many clients, there's, there's this feeling that I'm dealing with this and no one else has to do this. Or a lot of people have that, I have to work harder to get somewhere thing. Or, um, you know, it's always tougher for me or nobody respects me. Or, um, you know, that, that internal critic slash victim, that voice there that's always criticizing us, you know, I guess that fly in the wall incidents, it's, it's nice to know somehow. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's 
sucks that we all have it, but even someone who has the access to all the best minds in the world, that's got all that fame, that wealth, that success, has this little voice of I'm not good enough and, you know, I'm not a bigger man enough and I don't take care of my wife enough and, you know, I'm not as good as Tupac and I, all these voices. And sometimes they get attached to that and he did get triggered by that, that trigger, right? And that's just like you and me. We're all working on our own shit and we have to process it, sit with it. And one of the main things that I'm always talking about is we have to accept, acknowledge and learn to love ourselves for it, right? So I hope both Chris Rock and Will Smith right now are forgiving themselves for acting out of their alignment, you know? Um, I hope Will and Jada, if they're really looking to repair that relationship, do the work because there's obviously some big cracks there. And um, yeah, I hope um, that, that, yeah, that, that they're just nice and kind, just as I would for any person I'm working with or any friend or family member or myself. We've all got these challenges. Life throws fucking massive curveballs at us, right? Imagine, I can't even imagine how stressful that would be after being the whole world talking about it and then having to, you know, process it and then maybe getting it through it and then going, oh shit, I have to live in public life now. Um, yeah, I can see, I mean, his apology, right? It was, it was half good, but it also chucked out the little excuse for Jada's um, condition there, right? Which is, yeah, it's, it's not taking full ownership for our reaction. And, you know, I think, you know, he, he would understand that. So hoping that they both, um, yeah, are kind to themselves, are gentle on themselves, get the lessons that they need. And hopefully us as little bystanders, you know, I haven't had so many um, chats about a celebrity um, probably in my whole life, other than football, <laughs> I love chatting about footy, but um, this was across everything this week and that's my take. And um, yeah, hope you got something from it. Have a great uh, day and um, yeah, I'll chat to you soon.